0: Glitter. rpg a day take over tower i mean if you're not talking about stephen king in the dark tower are you even covering tower properly he who covers tower and talks without mentioning roland has forgotten the face of his father it is possibly my favorite um literary series ever. Um, I'm a massive King fan and I love how much it haunts his other novels and short stories. Roland and The Beam appear everywhere in his books if you know about them and it's like hunting down easter eggs for me. My bookshelf could be called A Tower Itself. (laughs) It's sort of overtaken the wooden confines of the shelving and now runs wild everywhere, which I particularly enjoy because books are a wonderful escape from reality for me. So their storage should really defy the rules of gravity. It seems fitting. (laughs) I've always wanted to run a crazy wizard's tower adventure for players. And in fact, it is a homebrew adventure one-shot kind of vague idea I have. But I'd also like to play some to get the hang of how it plays, you know, Like when you line up at the bottom at the door and you know you've got to get all the way to the top and and crazy stuff happens in the middle. I've never done that either. Um, I've listened to a couple and I think Wheel or Woe is one of the ones that stands out to me the most, Um, the episode where they had to go through the crazy maze or something and there was definitely um, the oh what are they called joey um the gelatinous cubes and stuff um they were really like that was a really good episode that is stuck in my brain so i really want to play something like that um so if anyone has any good suggestions of tower based adventures to play wizard's towery kind of stuff i'd love to hear them please send them my way Oh, and also Kyra's level 10. So what happens at level 10? Well, Kyra now has 63 hit points. So that's cute. Um, What else does Kyra have? Okay, so Kyra gets a druid circle feature. She gets nature's ward, which means you can't be charmed or frightened by elementals or fae and you're immune to poison and disease. So that's nice. You know, um, she gets a second fifth level spell slot and another fun cantrip to use. So let's pick our spells. Uh, with no necromancy on offer anymore, she has six options to choose from now in fifth level. And we're just going to do fifth level spells today. I'm not going to get too complicated on it. So we go away from the complicated D100 rolls and back to a simple D8. Okay. Sweet ass, rolled five, so enchantment, uh, because it was abjuration, transmutation, divination, conjuration, enchantment, and evocation, so that, I should have told you that before I rolled, um, but yeah, five, anyway, enchantment, okay, so there's only one of them, Guess. oh, okay, yeah, this is good, okay, so it takes a minute to cast, you place a magical command on a creature that you see within range, Basically forcing it to carry out some service or stop some action or do a something or else um, as you decide. Uh, If it can understand you, it's going to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. And while the creature is charmed by you, it takes 5d10 psychic damage each time it acts in a manner directly counter to your instructions. But no more than once each day because it actually lasts 30 days and it is a wisdom save of 17 for Kyra right now so seems good you know she could convince somebody to not do something uh and they would have to take damage every time they tried to do it so cool uh okay so let's do a cantrip um, this time I'll actually read them out to you. So one to two is transmutation. Three to four is conjuration. Five to six is evocation. Seven to eight is divination. Nine to ten is abjuration. So where is my... Ten. Okay, cool. All right. Eight. So divination. Okay. So there's only one option for that too. Uh, and that is guidance. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Uh, one of the more useful game trips I think um, you touch a willing creature and before the spell ends the target can roll a d4 and just add that number to an ability check of its choice or whatever it's doing um, and it can roll the die before or after making the ability check um, but really importantly you have to do that before you know if it's successful um you can't just be like oh it failed so i better put my guidance on um yeah and then it's gone so you just use that once and it's gone and it lasts about a minute i think so you can use it anytime within a minute which is handy for combat situations you know you just slap someone in the face with some guidance um and yeah it's good So many delicious spells to use and so little time left. You know, we're on day 19. We've only got like 11 left to go. What's going to happen to Kyra? I guess we should go see. Kaiwa flew with powerful flaps, up stairwells, down corridors, past surprise servants, and into doorways where people shrieked as she flitted past. At first, speed was the only thing on her mind, as speed meant distance between her and her pursuers. As her breathing slowed and she began to panic less, she realized she had to get out of the castle. Out meant fresh air and freedom. Out meant she could go home. Only, she couldn't. She had to find a way to stop Danfern, and if she couldn't find anyone to help her, then she would do it herself. Aha! There was a window behind the maid flapping a sheet in the air to let it fall on a newly made bed, and she made a break. The maid tried to flap the sheet upwards to shoo her out, but the sheet fought against gravity and never even got close as she broke the walls of the castle and spiralled her body upwards into the blue sky in celebration. Short lived, because now she had to figure out what to do next. This raven body could fly for a while without stopping. She would only last less than maybe five hours before reverting. Probably actually must less, as she realized she was tired and hungry, and she'd been flying wildly for a while. Oh, and she'd had no food for at least a day and a half now. A small note from DM Jules here. Kyra actually has three levels of exhaustion on her right now, which I realize I've just been kind of clocking in my brain and not actually recording anywhere. So one for the weird, like, horse journey without food um, that she's hadn't eaten, like, in a long time, actually. Um, One for, um, like, no food still, so she hasn't eaten for maybe even longer than a day and a half maybe more like two um and bad jewels, terrible dming um (laughs) and another for um exerting yourself so heavily on no rest and no food so um what this means is level one um exhaustion is disadvantage on ability checks um level two is speed is halved Um, Level three, though, is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. So that's her newest one. Um, And how do we get rid of exhaustion? Well, you wouldn't think it, would you? Strangely, by eating and drinking and then resting. Like a long rest. (laughs) So that's what she needs to do to get rid of it. But whether she'll be able to is another story. So speaking of the story, back to it. She could feel her stomach rumble just thinking about food, and her flaps began to slow, but the castle walls held no safety for her here. Or did they? She glanced about the skyline at the many towers that held court up here. Some were low towers of only a few levels that made up part of some it looked like nobles' homes. Some were wide and grandly designed that seemed to be places of importance. Um, and three stretched high in a way that surely defied nature. Two of these seemed to still be in use as far as she could tell, but the tallest one stood with blackened and broken stone. The windows had been shattered many years ago, and it seemed to sway slightly in the wind that played underneath her own wings. The Queen's Tower. She shuddered at the thought of going there. Could she be that brave? but it did seem the safest choice for her, despite the rumours. Or, she could risk landing and finding food and rest at a local tavern. It was possible they hadn't posted her picture everywhere just yet. Both seemed risky options, one more scary than the other, and she was fraught with indecision, flapping in place until the ache in her wings made the decision much more urgent. So, we're going to roll for this one. It's a d20 roll, evens we're off to the tower, odds we're going to risk it in town. Folks, that's a nat 20 on the dice. (laughs) So, off to the tower we go, I wonder what we'll find inside. Thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover Special. I hope you're enjoying our improvised D&D 5e story. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, KP, Bobby, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James, and Jason. And a big thanks to everyone listening. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or Roleplay Games that brought you here, but I'm super glad that you've stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September because August is for RPG. E no hora, ka kite anō. Goodbye, and see you again soon. Mmm, <much>